Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Scientists Found the Neurons That Respond to Uptalk by Nick Stockton Too often, letters, words, and sentences get the credit for conveying information. But the human brain also makes meaning out of pitch, like how upspeak turns any sentence into a question, or how emphasizing the beginning of a sentence, Tom and Layla bought a boat, helps clarify that it was in fact Tom and Layla who bought the boat, not some other couple. If you emphasize the end of that sentence, Tom and Layla bought a boat, however, you're just pointing out that your friends didn't buy a car, dirt bike, or pony. Pitch matters, and you've got the brain cells to prove it. A new study published Thursday in Science found groups of neurons that listen for changes in someone's speaking tone. Some are tuned for shifts upward, others for shifts downward, and some that fire only when a sound goes up, and then down in pitch. What's more, these cells aren't trained for absolute pitch. They can't tell an A sharp from a D flat, but they listen for relative shifts, taking each voice on its own merit. This gives scientists a big boost in understanding how our brains turn sounds into meaning. I think most people just take for granted how good humans are at making meaning out of sound, says Edward Chang, a neurosurgeon at UC San Francisco and lead author of the new study. This makes sense. People communicated through sound for millennia before they started to scribble their own thoughts down. And obviously, language and grammar matter. In previous research, Chang and some other co-workers showed that human brains had cells specialized to pick out the sounds of consonants and vowels. But vocalized communication contains nuances beyond the order that the letters and words get strung together. For instance, the way humans modulate their voices up or down to emphasize a word or phrase. These differences are all really important because they change the meaning of the words without changing the words themselves, says Chang. So he and his new co-authors reasoned that there might also be neurons tuned to intonation. To find the answer, they needed direct access to the brain. Functional MRI, the famous and occasionally malign method for mapping brain activity, is not invasive and lets you look at the whole brain all at once, but the signal is much too slow. So they enlisted some helpful epileptic patients 
who had electrodes implanted under their skulls. These electrodes allowed the doctors to pinpoint exactly where seizures originate and do so on the millisecond time scale. In some cases, we can cure epilepsy if we can identify precisely where the seizures are coming from, says Chang. That millisecond resolution is a huge advantage if you are looking for how auditory signals light up the brain. Chang and his crew recruited 10 of these electrode-outfitted patients who volunteered to listen to sentences repeated over and over again. The sentences, four in total, were simple. Humans value genuine behavior. Movies demand minimal energy. Reindeer are a visual animal. Lawyers give a relevant opinion. The researchers recorded each using three different voices, one male and two female, and four different intonation patterns. The first intonation was neutral. Think Ferris Bueller's econ teacher calling, Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Then they spiced it up. The next intonation emphasized the word, Humans value genuine behavior. And the other emphasized the third word, Humans value genuine behavior. The last intonation was upspeak, a question. And voila, when they ran the data, they clearly saw that the brain had specific sets of neurons tuned to pitch, distinct from those tuned to consonants and vowels. So what it tells us is the ear and the brain have taken a special signal and deconstructed it into different elements and processes them to derive different meanings, says Chang. Chang says these multiple axes for meaning may have evolved because it makes communication more efficient, with a single signal containing many elements for interpretation not a stretch for animals as social as human beings. That's not even the coolest bit. The pitch-tuned neurons are actually discerning intonation on the fly. Somehow, cells establish a baseline pitch for the incoming speech and process the ups and the downs from there. To musicians, this probably isn't surprising. It's sort of like shifting a melody up or down a key. The melody is still recognizable. Of course, human brains also have neurons trained for absolute pitch. This probably helps with things like identifying individual voices in a crowded, noisy space. I think people take for granted how good humans are at doing stuff like holding conversations in a busy bar where there's all these competing sounds, says Chang. Next, Chang and his crew will be turning their investigation on its head. He wants to understand how the brain controls intonation. This means not just watching electrodes in the brain, but looking at the muscles that control the vocal folds and larynx. The one limitation is we can't easily see how things like the lips, jaw, and tongue move in coordination with the vocal folds and larynx to produce sound, says Chang. No matter how loud and clear the speech, it won't make any sense without brains. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.